0: Hello and welcome to our podcast. Today we are calling ourselves the Crypto Cranks. Cranks meaning we think we know what we're talking about.
1: That's subject to change.
0: Uh, of course. Um, I'm Jacob. I'm Landon. And today we will be talking generally about the podcast and what it holds for you, the viewer, but also the elusive third party known as Lou, who comes and goes with us as he pleases. Lou? Would you like to introduce yourself? No, he's being shy today. Okay, well, we're going to write that down. Uh, Lou, would you uh, write down about how shy you're being today? Good job. Okay, anyway, moving on. Um, With this podcast, we will be covering all ranges of topics, cryptocurrency, meaning philosophy, use cases, economics, um, news, updates, anything.
1: we won't necessarily always be going into like the depths of blockchain and stuff, because blockchain's already kind of like formulated. We already know it works. Like blockchain, like that's we know it works.
0: Absolutely, yes. That's already a, a founded principle. But we can
1: we can kind of discover more of where crypto can go. Oh,
0: absolutely, yeah. So along with that, um, trying to do it in a in a humorous pleasing way obviously this can't be the joe rogan experience because he's joe rogan and you know he's we there. don't have that experience we don't have that experience yet i mean it's in the name you know what i mean we're just we're cranks right now working to Was it certified bitcoin professionals we'll get that license we will You just wait
1: so i think today on the podcast a good place to start would be maybe our own views on crypto what we think it is what, what it started as and what it's, it should or probably will become in the future. So,
0: Absolutely. Lenny, would you like to take it away since you brought up that idea?
1: Well, currently, I kind of follow the majority, thinking as crypto is well. There's two kind of ways of thinking about crypto. One is it's an investment, and you use it just like the stock market, where I hope crypto goes up and I make a lot of money, and then other people see it as... I guess it's like modern, more modern gold. Or it's.
0: Lou, write that down. Oh, he's already looking at him. He's already going.
1: Whereas you can take it and put it into like a little fund, like a hedge fund for yourself. I guess that's the wrong word, but. It's like in, a savings. It's like a savings.
0: Or, account yeah, yeah.
1: Security, yeah. Because people so believe that it will be the future that it's complete. It's It's completely worth it to take, you know. Major, major investments in, into crypto and holding it, which...
0: If you are not familiar with the crypto space, that term is called HODLing. Capital H, capital O, capital D, capital L, lowercase ing, HODLing. Um, and it's holding on for dear life, essentially, which this idea of, just as Landon was speaking, that long-term, you are expecting it to make a return without you having to actively trade it day-to-day, um, to make money day to day. It's just, uh, I'm going to hold on to it in the hopes that my investment grows.
1: Especially with Bitcoin, because there's not that much Bitcoin left. We know that we've lost a lot of Bitcoin because I mean, basic things, lost hard drives. Uh, people forget their wallets and uh, they, you know. Yeah,
0: they forget their keys or their wallets or their passwords, and so that is lost indefinitely, yeah.
1: Uh, stuff that the FBI might still have from Silk Road raids. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. I don't know if they sold all that yet. Uh, stuff that's just gone. Uh, Satoshi uh, still has a lot in his wallet. I don't know. If-
0: I think, yeah, what is it? He'd be, if he sold all of it at today's prices, he'd be like the fourth or fifth richest person, so he still has. I would say probably a good. I mean, in the tens of thousands of bitcoins, probably. He, yeah,
1: he, I think he has one hundred sixty thousand. Yeah, call me on that. look at that. He, but he does have the largest wallet, which isn't being currently moved right now, which doesn't look promising for a uh, an economy that you kind of want to move. Although, then again, you might not want to look at Bitcoin as an economy because it is a. Substance almost. Oh,
0: yeah, almost. It, it's uh, I think Satoshi's original if you, if you don't know who we're talking about um, Satoshi Nakamoto is the person or persons He's they are anonymous Um, who actually wrote the code the the original white paper Kind of discussing what bitcoin is going to encompass what it what its vision is And you can basically break down Satoshi's vision into an electronic Peer-to-peer cash system is what he envisioned Bitcoin to be, but of course, uh, Satoshi is either no longer with us or he wanted to disappear or was never a person at all. Maybe it was a group of people, no one really knows. There's all this speculation about Craig Wright, which I think the crypto community has pretty much... um, cleared him of being the real Satoshi. No one actually believes him, Um, but I'm sure that's going to cause all kinds of arguments if we say that. So that is not official. Uh, (laughs) But um, so so that is uh, Satoshi's original vision, not maybe necessarily an entire economy, but certainly Bitcoin's presence in the world has created the idea of a blockchain economy, which is definitely something that Lan and I are both very, uh, interested in, and will be discussed throughout this podcast, as we said
1: before. Because it's such a... It's in, it's an interesting new thing. Like, I was thinking today, on the way here, like, the cell phone came out... How on, long on
0: the way to our our fantastic studio, by the way. I mean, Lou, wouldn't you agree? Great studio.
1: Thanks, Lou. Thanks, Lou. I was thinking, like, the cell phone, you know, it's a recently modern invention. yeah. Like, yeah. it's within you know definitely my lifetime
0: so yeah yeah, 20 30 years and then even the smartphone is still only what 12 years the
1: smartphone came out of the the cell phone and it's what like what you think of now is like everyone has one and it's probably one of the greatest technological devices we have right now Mm. because you you have access to the entire world and that came out of a cell phone which came out of a phone which came out of something very basic you know I, i want to communicate with somebody across the world. And Bitcoin is pretty much just that. I want peer-to-peer transaction... With no middleman. With no middleman. Near instantaneous. And I think that the possibilities that Bitcoin has to grow... Not just Bitcoin. I'm talking about cryptocurrencies in general. I don't I don't necessarily know. And I don't really think that Bitcoin's going to be the one. The end-all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's led to such promising ideas and groups Mm. good and bad that have both used it for good and bad but a good framework and it's got a good community but i'm excited to see the things that cryptocurrency will bring in the future that i don't think anybody could possibly see yet coming
0: oh yeah and we're only 10 years into this you know bitcoin just just celebrated um the 10 year of its genesis block Genesis block, meaning the very first block that was mined, the very first transaction that occurred on the on the network on the blockchain. They just celebrated that, so it's only been. This is something that's still very much in an infantile state, um, where you know, as Landon said before, we don't even know what's in the next five years. I mean, things have occurred over the past three years that no one predicted. Um, you know, via you know market trends you know, cryptocurrency is still one of those things that many governments still don't know what name to put it, uh, put it under, you know, mm-hmm. the United States has decided to call it a security. Whereas, um, I just read recently the international, um, accounting standards group, um, that almost every other nation except for, of course, the United States is a part of, um, they do not consider it a security. Uh, they consider it an intangible asset according to their accounting standards. So it's one of those things where, um, we are still trying to formulate, you know, and of course with all of um, Facebook's Libra developments, mm-hmm. you know, this idea of trying to come up with like a global, a truly global um, coin, if you will, a global cryptocurrency kind of payment system, you know, many, you know, there are many sides and many facets to all of this because it's still so young. And
1: it's crazy how the timeline went because about, was it about 20, end of 2017, Bitcoin blew up. Mm-hmm. It rocketed up to about twenty thousand, and then you hear all these people like Warren Buffett and all these billionaires. Like you know, they they try to really downplay. Oh yeah, Bitcoin. it's it's
0: a they call it like a tulip craze. So if yeah. you read into historical economics, you had the tulip craze, and and um, I want to say it was like sixteenth seventeenth century Europe, especially like um, the Netherlands and Belgium, and that's like a, a standard that the Buffets of the the economic and like finance world use for cryptocurrencies and bitcoin,
1: and I think he even called it rat poison. Yeah,
0: at one point, yes.
1: <laughs> and what's crazy is they they called it that three years ago after the boom, and then all these altcoins came out that some of them serve very good purposes, like the one you were talking about that's trying to use uh money to transfer from country to country from people that have immigrated. yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Like so, remittances, um, the stellar network, which is, I think, a top 10 or a top 20 cryptocurrency right now. by... Capitalization by volume and all of that, you know, they are one of their goals one of the use cases which that's you another term You'll hear us say a lot, you know, we're as we delve into more, you know Cryptocurrencies the use case of this cryptocurrency, you know uh, stellar the stellar network their whole goal is to Fix the global remittance system which has I mean fees that have skyrocketed like 10 or 20 percent You know you try if you live in the United States and your grandmother lives in the Philippines still you can't just send her U.S. dollars via bank wire, you know, you have to figure out a way to trans transfer that or exchange that into Philippine pesos and Obviously the exchange you have the exchange rate fee you have Whoever the, whoever the remittance company is that you use whether it's, you know, I don't know what they would use over there Maybe it, like the Western Union of the Philippines, you know, so they charge their fee and you know uh, cryptocurrency like stellar, you know, is trying to fix that, you know, so every all these other old coins you know, from uh, many of them are only, like you said, two years Mm -hmm. old, you know, after that boom hit, then you all of a sudden you have all these, you know, thousands. I'm yeah, there are, I want to say like, I I can't even remember 2000 or like 20,000 different cryptocurrencies. It's something crazy. Yeah.
1: And then all these, all these cryptocurrencies, boom. And then all of a sudden you hear all the news organizations, you know, this is just a fad. It's going to blow over. It's just, you know, digital money. And then all of a sudden you hear all about, all these banks, like uh, Ripple, XRP, they're starting to really talk with banks about some serious stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you hear Libra, and you're like, oh, what's Libra? And then Facebook is making their own cryptocurrency. Yeah. And then China is making their own cryptocurrency, which I can't wait to see what that entails. Oh, I know.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> because
1: because really, if you look at it from an honest point of view, and if you can, if you could just turn an entire... If you could really just switch the entire economy over like that, like China can... Then it actually has no downsides whatsoever, especially because the Chinese will obviously make it trackable by the government. They'll be able to tell where the money is going. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the Chinese like if this would probably this will probably be one of the biggest moves for China. It just in economic history if it can get the ball rolling because China is already also so mobile. Oh yeah. When I went there in 2017, I barely like they they use cash. But everybody pays on WeChat. You all you have to do is tap your phone mm-hmm. to a, a sensor and it's already paid. So they're already so close to it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that those are the kind of advancements you're going to be seeing. And hopefully we'll be able to discuss a lot more on this podcast is these advancements um, for finance, for economy, you know. And then also being able to really discuss kind of the philosophy and the economics behind these things. Because, of course... China is still very much a communist-centered uh, government and economy, whereas you know the United States, you know, more of a, I would say, not not a free market capitalist society, but you know, maybe a kind of a uh, almost like I don't know, half free, half control market economy, a capitalist economy. Then you have many European nations. You have like the Scandinavian countries that are are um, you know kind of. Uh, democratic socialist uh nations and economies where you know it's just going to be very interesting to see how these cryptocurrencies as they're more adopted because we know adoption is coming we Mm -hmm. it's, it's really only a matter of time at this point so it'll be interesting to see how each country how each um you know economic area you know the eu the united states you know north america and then china and um you know even russia has talked about they've kind of tossed the idea around of a digital national currency you know how it's going to play out in economic terms how philosophically how this is going to work out you know Mm -hmm. via you know the social changes that occur because of this um you know i i don't i obviously can't speak to to china but you know many people in america you know, are still kind of hesitant with that kind of change versus, you know, many places like China, they've already kind of jumped on that boat. And, you know, Europe, have you know, they've already really, and then you have, you know, developing nations in Africa, which that's Libra's main focus is these undeveloped, unbanked peoples. So, you know, you have many people in India, you know, the Middle East, Africa, many of these nations, how it's going to impact them socially, economically, philosophically, you know. So those are all things I'm interested in exploring, obviously. But
1: I think uh, it's also a good time to talk about other things we would like to talk about on the future of this podcast. Yes, absolutely. So one of them that I'm really interested in is... What Lou was of-
0: giving us the... Adam, hey, he was giving us the finger snap, like, mm-hmm. hey, you need to move on. So
1: so one of the things that I think would be really interesting to talk about would be what kind of economic systems, different, uh, like, like crypto and how it works under different economic systems Mm. capitalism socialism communism totalitarianism of course like some of these once you drift towards the extremes it almost becomes the same totalitarianism and communism that's
0: in many places yeah they end up playing out in the
1: same role but like i said in in socialist communist china which it's more communist but it's communist it um it's going to be extremely different than what it would be in capitalist america or maybe some places in you know south america and i'm interested to see how it will play out in the future because future is coming it's just how uh, how fast is it going to snap at us mm.
0: well and also how differently they'll play out but also how similarly because you look at uh, especially in america in the united states where the government really has an interest in regulating it. Uh, I don't know. The United States government is, is I would say famous for wanting to regulate things, but then saying, you know, you know, it's all about freedom and Liberty and all. So it's, it's very interesting concept, but so not only just the differences, but also the similarities, I think. Um, I think also we would like to make sure we're staying up to date on new projects. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, a very interesting, I'll just throw one out here that I've seen recently is on the Paxos um, standard token, which is a stable, it's a stable coin backed by US dollars. It's one of the more famously audited ones. You know, they do, I can't remember, weekly or monthly audits to to make sure the reserves are up to date and, and actually backing so they don't have like a USDT incident like Tether. Tether is famous for not actually, there's, there's, Concerns that it's not actually backed fully by us dollar reserves. So, but anyway, Paxos, they actually just recently came out with a gold backed, um, token or cryptocurrency. It's backed by gold that's kept in a, in a vault in London. And so that's a very interesting, this concept of almost bringing back the gold standard really. Mm -hmm. Um, so you have these old ideas that, you know, we did away with for fiat money for so long. And now they're coming back, people are more interested in these things mm-hmm. they're they're declaring their freedom from fiat really mm-hmm. that was Lou saying believe it or not, Lou came up with that fiat freedom for the masses so. mm-hmm. Thank you, Lou Thank you.
1: other ideas that we have are uh, the kind of uh, cryptocurrencies that we are fond of mm. maybe the top ten cryptocurrencies and uh, what they plan on doing what uh, what their situation is currently and where they plan on going in the future and maybe some mistakes they've made on the way mm. Uh, i
0: say I would say with a particular focus on Bitcoin because I think Bitcoin has that first mover status, but not only first mover status, it is the one that draws the most focus it's got that name it's got that brand recognition almost if you will
1: absolutely you don't you don't really go on Fox News much and hear much about ethereum or ripple mm. you hear bitcoin yeah that's it's kind of like the boomer name for cryptocurrency most most people over the age of We'll just say, we'll just, we'll just lowball it and say 40. What do you say, 40? I think that's, that's a great idea. <laughs> we'll, we'll give it 40. Don't know what cryptocurrencies are, but they know what Bitcoin
0: is. And that is really, truly the purpose of this podcast, is to be able to... That's why we called it Crypto Cranks. You know, we are two everyday guys who really have just been drawn to this concept and to this idea and to blockchain technology too. We are not I would I'll be the first to admit I I want to teach myself how to code. I don't I don't know how to code. But I am so interested in like as Landon said earlier these the, the philosophical, the social, the economic impacts of this, but also to educate people. One, because I think there's so much... You saw this with when everything boomed, you hear about all these ICO scams, these initial coin offering scams. Bitcoin yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, What do you tell me? Hey hey, 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 hey! Do you have all hey, these... He's <laughs> hey. still going loose, dying in the corner, man. <laughs> <laughs> So no, you have all these scams, you have you have these big companies that prey on that convenience factor, really like <laughs> he's still over here singing. So like uh I, I mean I really enjoy Coinbase. Coinbase is really the one that kind of got me more into trading and more into like looking into different exchanges. But Coinbase is really one that it will it will get you with the fees. <laughs> okay, and, okay. I mean it, they really will and they they do that, I understand, because of that convenience factor. You know, it's very much like a I would consider Coinbase like the Apple of, you know, mm-hmm. it's a very it's a it's a very good product, mm-hmm. but they will get you at that premium pricing. They'll get you at that prestige pricing because you know they really are. It is a very secure service, but you know that is the job of this podcast really to educate you on all the different options you have with, via exchanges, via cryptocurrencies. You know there are there are cryptocurrencies that are very popular, but I'm not really that and I would say in tune with, you know, um, or really interested in either via a flaw that I've seen in their community or, or in the use case or what have you, or maybe it's just not, maybe we live in a country where it's not offered, you know, very like Binance in the United States really is, hasn't really taken a good foothold and their stable coin, their USD stable coin, the BUSD isn't even offered in the United States Mm -hmm. as of right now, from what I understand. Um, as of the recording of this podcast in particular, but so that is really our going to be our job to where you can you can push play on this podcast. I was about to
1: say don't say the date because if you're wrong, we still don't have to, <laughs> we still have to correct it. So yeah, I had to go back and edit that. Out. But no, so
0: you you can push play on this podcast and just hear two everyday guys who are going through this journey as well, but and, and have that just very easygoing. Hopefully, understandable education, and I think that's something else we want to be able to do is uh, at some point be able to do Q and As, um, uh, or you know, you can email us, or you can you know maybe get a Telegram uh, channel. Send setup. me a bird.
1: Send yeah, me a bird. send him a bird. Yeah, get a parrot. Bur- Wait, what? What's Your parrot? Carry your picture. Thank goodness, I would have kept calling it a parrot. <laughs> Carry your parrot.
0: Well, you know, and, and to be able to to be able to you know send us your send questions. A ball in a river. Right, right. Send send us your questions and we'll do our very best. Like we said, we're cranks. We're crypto cranks. I think fast. we know. <laughs> i keep, oh my my keep thinking of new ones. Oh my gosh! It's so. Uh, I think this is a good time to wrap it up. I I, I would say yeah. So uh, um, thanks for joining us. Th- absolutely. I'm Landon. I'm Jacob. And this has been the Crypto Cranks. Bye.